Welcome back to Surviving Creativity, the show all about following your dreams, becoming your own boss, and surviving the process. I'm your co-host, Corey Cassoni, and this week I'm joined by Scott Kurtz and Steve Hamaker. We're talking about Cartoon Crossroads Columbus, a new show that just happened last week in Columbus, Ohio. It's a fantastic little indie show, got a lot of great insight on it. We talk about comics, conventions, the independent spirit as an artist, getting around other artists in your peer group and how that energizes you. We also talk about how comic shows are becoming more common across the United States, but are starting to curate themselves down into a single topic or idea. It's a great episode. We know you're going to like it. Sit back, relax, and enjoy surviving creativity. What's funny is we were talking I miss you guys. Listen, mm. Scott, this is super important. This is what we were talking about before you came in here. Oh. Uh, AOL disc collecting. <laughs> what, what? This is super important. With the tagline, had to happen sometime. <laughs> There's a, a great article today on vice.com called Inside the Intense Insular World of AOL Disc Collecting. No. I think I found my new hobby. I think I'm going diving in. That's not real. It's real. It's for real. What is there? You can't. You collect things that are rare. You don't collect things that are. They are rare now. They're super rare. What? Apparently, there are so many different versions of these discs that they're incredibly rare. That can't be possible. One of the collectors, (laughs) one of these collectors, Sloan Klein. Has over... what, 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 why'd that make you laugh? She has know, over... Because you're so impassioned <laughs> about it. She has over 4,000 discs in her collection. Individual That's discs. not a rare... That's not... <laughs> no, they're all different. Each one is different. It's not, yeah, no, it's not like the same one. <laughs> they're all different. One of the if there's 4,000 of them, that's not a rarity. Well, but they're each different. I have over 10,000 priceless vases in my collection. <laughs> well, but if each vase... There's only 10,000 of them. Only 10,000 made. Only 10, they're all beautiful. Made. They're all different. They're all different. They're all... You shouldn't collect that many AOL discs in one spot. It could open a hell mouth. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the interesting thing to me. So in the article, they talked to Jan Brandt, who was the former uh, chief of marketing at AOL. And... Uh, Jan estimates that the number of discs is in of individual discs is in the thousands. And that at the height of their marketing campaign, they were spending more than 300 million sending out these discs. But here's the crazy thing. They were logging a new subscriber every 6 seconds. At their peak. Good lord. At their peak. So Did they, they say spending... how long that peak lasted? I'm curious. Like, uh, was it like years of that, or was it? Well, what like sucks is they don't say a couple when the weeks peak in was. like 1995. Like, what are we talking about? You know what's funny is everyone thinks that AOL is like went away, but they were still to this day are like one of the second or third largest ISP in the world. Yeah, I didn't think they went away. I just wish they would go away. <laughs> <laughs> Verizon just uh, Verizon just purchased them earlier this year for four point four billion dollars with a B because they're such a big ISP and Verizon wants to get into Jeez. the scene. Anyway, <laughs> Verizon. Hey, well, what's funny? Nineteen ninety five called. Many of the they people, want their ideas back. Many of the people listening to the show d- don't know what the AOL that we're talking about. Well, again, I, it's one of those things that I don't know if we should celebrate that it existed. <laughs> Why not? I mean, it was AOL important. was, I know. It was a big Remember so the movie, bad. Robert Q's favorite movie is You've Got Mail. Right. Remember yeah. when hearing You've Got Mail was a big oh, yeah. deal. I know, Jesus. I know. I wish I could turn the mail off now. I still talk to people that I met like in AOL chat rooms what? back in the day. That's yeah. amazing. I know. 
That's amazing. Yeah. So I do owe AOL, you know, some some kind of crummy relationships. But, you know, besides that, I'm glad they're not really. They spawned some of the worst relationships in my life. Thank you. (laughs) Some of the worst experiences in my life came out of AOL chat rooms. So thanks. Here's here's an interesting question and just apropos of nothing. But how many people have you met online that you now have a real world relationship with? But like, oh, a, like, a lot, huh? But like for real, everyone. Well, now it, it's it's so much more, you know, it's so normal, right? It didn't used to be normal. I mean, ask me that question in two thousand three when it was still kind of like doesn't, weird. Who doesn't meet someone these days via Twitter? Because via Twitter. Sure, but like if you develop a, I'm talking about developing a relationship with them online. I'm, I'm, my example is. Oh. Uh, uh, oh, you mean that remains online, kind of like no, but like it used to be life. with chat, guess, chat yeah, buddies. I guess it's not of... a big deal anymore. I remember uh, when my wife and I played World of Warcraft like 10, 10 years ago. Uh, yes, before before the great quitting where we stopped because it's a <laughs> horrible addiction. You two both, I oh, I gotta come have an intervention with you guys. Anyway, we're not those people. But uh, the great the great quitting. <laughs> that's good I like that uh, we quit we... every time we're done playing an expansion exactly. <laughs> until the new one comes out yep. just like everybody else until they trick you to come back I've quit more times than you have that's true it's I not a trick I quit once and it's you just stuck. play until it's not fun anymore and then you play, play when it's fun again yeah, yeah. play the games there's not just one game guys oh my god Corey. so we met. We we were driving through California or something. But you know who got all the MMORPG stuff right, Steve? You know who hmm. really got it right? Who? Who? Age of Conan. I'm sorry, Age of Conan. I agree. Great. It was a great game. I know. It was awesome until you left the island. Well, it was it was okay until you hit um, level 26 when all of the content went away and you yeah. had to like just got you died. You were PvP trying to be facetious just now. You didn't realize that Steve and I were both going to be like, yeah, dude, that was the game. The one because that was to... all you said during Wildstar was no, 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 no. The one you're trying. Oh to make... man, you know what? They stole this from Age of Conan. No, it wasn't Age of Conan. The one you're trying to make fun of me about was. It was. Uh... You did say that. No, it wasn't Age of Conan. It was. Uh... Uh, War Warhammer Online? No, no. Oh, that's right. It oh, that's right. right. Warhammer, Warhammer. Warhammer Online, man. Yep. They did this all in Warhammer Online. Oh, no like talking the first about time it. when it was in Warhammer. <laughs> yeah, Warhammer Online was good, man. Corey, insufferable. Look, I was trying to tell a story. God damn it. <laughs> oh, sorry. It'd be insufferable during the apocalypse. <laughs> Too late. Sorry. We happening. met a. We met one of the guys from our uh, WoW guild, and this is again. Right. This is like early 2000s when this wasn't when it wasn't normal to meet people that you met online and we're at dinner with him and his wife or like lunch or something it was it was in the afternoon and i swear to god partway through us having lunch and just chatting he turns to his wife and he goes see they're normal (laughs) like she was so worried that yeah that the idea of meeting someone in person that you had met online was such a frightening yeah. idea, and now it's so commonplace. Yeah, I'm glad it is commonplace because yeah, no, I, I used to. I always people. felt like it was normal. Like I never right had a problem. I mean, it was it was a little nerve wracking the first time I met somebody that I played like Warcraft with or whatever back in probably 2006. Yeah, because you're but, thinking like, are they going to be super weird? Well, yeah, not really. It was more like, well, yeah, not really super weird, but just kind of. Like, what are you going to talk about? Like, are you going to keep talking about Warcraft? Are you going to talk right, about some other stuff? Because, like, <laughs> I mean, like, we talk about Warcraft online all the time. So then when so, you meet uh, them in person, you can't just, like, turn, you know, Warcraft, you can't just put your, uh, your headset down and, like, walk and get a beer again. Like, you're just stuck in front of them. Like, I hope I have something interesting to say. <laughs> but I've had good luck. So anyway, Warcraft. So, yeah, Warcraft, awesome, huh? Okay, uh, I got to go. Uh-huh. I wonder, okay. I wonder about... Uh, I wonder about people interacting personally on a like together in in person 
And if there's any kind of science happening there, because like you ever meet somebody online and you're like, God, I really get along with this person. And then you meet them in person and something about like your chemistry and theirs, sure. are, like your pheromones, you walk up to them and mm -hmm. your lizard brain smells something and you're like, get away, get away from that person. Yeah, yeah. What is what? what that, that is. Just, that just happened this past weekend. Let's talk Seriously? about CXC, you guys. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what a segue. What a segue. <laughs> I felt that way about Alex, and he just kept bringing her around. Oh, oh, it was so great to hang out with Alex. I'm so glad we got to meet her. I know. I, I haven't really um, myself been able to spend much time with her, even though she's she literally lives like a mile away from my house. Now I can't um, but she's great, name Because I want to recommend uh, Heberling. Heberling. Somebody go read The Hughes, which is the book that she has. Somebody somebody read The Hughes, Jesus Christ. Poor girl. Because <laughs> it's good. I like it. Somebody go read The Hughes. It's a good book. <laughs> it is. So she's, CX... she's doing God's work. My favorite thing about Alex is <laughs> she's meeting David Saylor. For the mm -hmm. first time ever. From Scholastic right. Books. Yeah. Basically, the guy, like... The guy that runs all of the Scholastics yeah, yeah. graphics thing. And and to her credit, and what really impressed me about Alex is she goes, by the way, this is my book. You should read it. Like, not even afraid. Nope. That was <laughs> which good. Is, which is great, because most mm -hmm. people, you'd be like, show him your book. Oh, he doesn't want to see my book. Mm. Well, and she found, well an no, not Alex. she found an appropriate time to do it, too. Yeah. Which was yeah. nice. It wasn't <laughs> like... <laughs> It was, she it was waited. Good. She waited. She waited. Until, no, it, it was, was good. But when, when, at some point in the conversation, David goes, "Oh, snag," and Alex looks at him and goes, "Actually, it's snap." <laughs> and I was like, and he was, he goes, "Oh, is it?" Like totally, David was caught an old man moment. Like, "Oh, snag, dog," and <laughs> she goes, "Actually, it's uh, it's snap." She popped the pee, and I was like, "That's balls, Alex." I must have been, no fear. Yeah. No. And then, and then the David the pretended to be throwing. No, you were right there because he pretended there. to throw her book away. Oh, that's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she's just I, giving it to him, and he's holding it, and he just chucks it over uh, his shoulder. Actually, it's uh, snap. So C CXC was cross uh, comics crossroads Columbus. No cartoons, yeah, cartoons crossroads. Cross Steve, uh, yeah, it was in your cartoons. hometown of Columbus. Yeah. Why did you say it like that, Steve? Well, it's cartoon. Well, I because I think I like comics better. No, I liked it. It's cartoons. Do you? Okay. Cartoon. I just think some cartoons in the in the mass media would be confusing. Like, is it is it uh, Ren Stimpy? And that's what I wanted to ask you about because we we came into town right as the show was starting, but you were there yeah. and you said that it was like all the press in town was covering this show. Yeah, which well, was a the first whole, year I... show, very small, right. a lot of indie creators. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of so the board the board of directors for that show yeah. I happen to have some insight insight on is a lot of local uh, you know local stuff right like the museum the art museum the CCAD the Columbus College of Art and Design mm -hmm. um, the Billy Ireland obviously um, and then this this, um, this this place called Experience Columbus which is kind of like a I don't know I guess like an outreach for uh, you know uh, whatever you would call it. Um, I can't think of the word right now. Um, tourism uh, for Columbus, kind of like promoting things that are like unique to the city. So this is like right up their alley, right? So having like a citywide festival, which, which is kind of the vision for this this convention, uh, which isn't really a convention. It's more of a well festival, or uh, eventually it's going to be like probably four days, I think, and, an, ex uh, an expo, if you will, an yeah, expo. That yeah. was that's what I thought was really cool was that it wasn't like a convention. It wasn't. It was a. It wasn't. Right. No. I mean, that was, was that was a conscious thing. Like, yeah. like let's not do. We don't want Comic Con. You know, we don't need another like set up your booth and sell your comics in long boxes or sell well, your cool, you know, Walking Dead still, action figures. There was still tabling. There was a day of yeah. tabling where everybody got mm -hmm. to set up their tables and you got to see their stuff, and that was cool. Sure. But the the other days were just like talks and yes. you know essentially panels, but nicer. Yeah, um, I think yeah, somewhere in between, like you know, almost like classes. Not really like, hey, this is what I'm doing, like self promotion stuff. So I think it it's good. It's got kind of like an educational slant to it, and yeah. more of like a 
like a promoting the art form, you know, vibe instead of instead of just, again instead of just saying like you know come and buy my book. You know, it was more like come and find out why we love comics. Like that's the that's the real feel of it. Yeah, that's what I think. I I couldn't buy a book. I couldn't get shot in that town. I kept mean? trying to buy books. I, I wanted to buy The Creeps from Schweitzer Yeah. because I wanted to read it. And he's like, oh, I'll mail it to you. And I'm like, I'm happy to buy it. And he's I'll mail it to you. And I'm like, but that doesn't help me. I want to read why it. So wouldn't he, why wouldn't he sell it to you? He wouldn't sell it to me. I still I walked out of there with no creeps. Then I went up to Craig Thompson, and I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm going to get Space Dumplings Yeah. because I really want to read it. No, he didn't have any books. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, where – he goes, oh, well, they only they – only they only ship 10. I'm like, well, did you think you might need more than 10? And he goes, well, it wasn't my choice. So while we were having drinks with Craig, I'm like, hey, I just ordered your book on Amazon. He's like, oh, thank you so much. I'm like, well, I didn't have a choice, brother. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't sell me one. That's weird. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Very strange. Yeah, there's some, there's some weirdness with that part of it. Like, um, I think it's just new show stuff. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's yeah. every uh, every show. Oh, everyone I've done. was. I'm being silly. A lot of people were selling books. Don't get. Oh yeah, yeah. There's gonna be someone listening right now going, "You didn't buy my book, asshole." Thanks for coming <laughs> by. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm, I didn't want your book. Sorry. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't buy Plox either. I know. Thanks. Didn't even try. Nope. You look. You actually picked it up and then put it right back down. You know why? Because you weren't at your booth, dude. <laughs> yes, I was. All right. No, you weren't. Because when we pulled up to the to the cultural center, at what time? A very nice yeah. couple. A very don't, nice don't couple. Don't start this fight. A very don't nice couple was like, "Hey, Scott Kurtz." I'm like, "Hey, what's going on?" Like, "Oh, we're going to get some cash." I'm like, "Whoa, really?" And they're like, "Oh, well, yeah, Steve Hamaker can't sell us his book because he can't take credit cards." We're like, "What about Square?" Oh, Steve doesn't have Square. So I go, so you're walking to get cash? You have to go walk now and get cash? Yeah, right. Well, we're going to eat dinner. We're going to get some – I'm like, that's well, – I wouldn't be his fan anymore. And then <laughs> later when we come in, I come in. I see the couple again. Yeah. They're in front of your booth, and I'm like, and I'm hey, you made yet. it back. Did you buy the book? They're like, no, mm, he's not here. I'm like, hold on a second. So you went to get cash. You had to go walk about. <laughs> And in Pasadingo to get cash in yeah. Columbus, this walking yeah. town that is Columbus. Yeah, soak soak it all in. Go ahead. And then Keep you going. come back and the yeah. fucker's not even here. Yeah. <laughs> soak it all. Soak it all in. in. Enjoy that bath. Jeez. Did you ever sell those poor sons of bitches a book? I showed, up of right, I showed up like two seconds after you were – yes, you were telling them how awful I was. Did you, did you let them know that a cash machine was walking distance from the cultural center? <laughs> walking, it's a walking distance, and then like three miles later they're like, <laughs> this is not walking distance. We ball busted Steve so bad the whole trip. There was a little bit here and there. It was not kind. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little ashamed actually. I do you feel bad now? You should feel is. bad, Corey. I do feel bad. Here we're in this guy's hometown. <laughs> Corey did not like Columbus at all. I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't. Like really? No. no. Oh, you're done. You're was not you're just my done? cup of tea, man. No, Corey, Corey was not a fan of Columbus. You know what the problem is? Because this this has happened with. Uh, I've heard the same thing about Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh-huh. Like people yeah. often, there's cer- there's certain cities in the Midwest where people are like, "Oh, it's the Portland of fill in the blank," and people go there. And the problem <laughs> is, you in your head, you can't help but compare everything, right? And right, then it right. screws you because it's not, it's fine. Columbus was fine, right. but I can't it's help, Portland, I can't right. turn off the voice in my head that's like, "Well, that's not like Portland." <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, it's it's not Columbus's fault. I'll tell you, what I don't happened. think so either. It's American Airlines' fault. Oh God! Oh. Let's American Airlines. American Airlines turned. Corey was waiting. Corey was like, um, <laughs> "We suffered so many microaggressions from American <laughs> Airlines <laughs> that he just kept waiting for more microaggressions." <laughs> like a beaten. It was. Beaten also, dog. you can't you can't take someone like Corey. Um, anywhere, really? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Anywhere, honestly. You can't take it Mostly, anywhere. depending on his mood, anywhere. Corey does not understand 
how the Midwest works. Oh, right? I don't get it, man. He can't fucking handle it. it okay, makes, so like, it drives right. me insane. I can't if, handle it. If I go up to you, listener, let's say, dear, per, dear person listening to this podcast now, if I were to co- approach you and say, would you like to go see a movie tonight, and you did not want to see said movie, you would say, eh, I don't, I don't want to go see a movie tonight. Let's do something else. If you're from the Midwest, you go, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you don't want to see the movie. And then is, about, give, a, give me an example. Then in about really 20 happened. minutes, then in about 20 minutes, you'll call and you'll go, I can't go to the movies. And you're and, like, oh, <laughs> okay, do you want to reschedule? Uh, uh sure. Yeah. <laughs> or just, like, okay, how about tomorrow? I uh, and then you're like, never okay. and then and then at some point you're like, do you just not want to go see a movie? And they'll be like, yeah, I, you know, is that yeah, okay? I really... And it's like, yes, it's okay. Fuck, you should have told me that a day ago, an hour ago. Just say, I'm right. not gonna Stop be upset. Stop wasting my time. <laughs> I'm not gonna be upset. <laughs> you can say that you don't want to do something. It's okay. So, so, so I, t- I already told I already told Brad this too, and he just couldn't stop laughing. But it was. The very last day of the show, <laughs> and we are listening to Steve make plans with his parents, kind of like. I'm ready and, for this. And I, he's I don't on the phone. He's on the. He's on the phone, and Steve goes, "Yeah, okay. Well, we're gonna be sure. Well, I mean, if that's what you want, it's. Yeah, we can do that, or we can do that, or we can do that." And Corey turns to me and goes, it's a whole goddamn state of Brad Geiger's. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> Look, we have to be, I have to be that way because I have so many, I have so many moving parts and, and people that have things going on that I can, I have to, it's so called being we accommodating, were, we, Corey. No, we I, were, I just want we, people to be a we, dick. I don't want We had gotten done with our talk. We had gotten done with our talk <laughs> and yeah. we were exhausted and, and, and Chris Schweitzer just showed up after, getting up at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. And so we knew that we didn't have anything to do until like 6. And I go, I think I want to go nap. And Schweitzer goes, yeah, can we go nap somewhere? And I'm like, let's just go to a hotel and nap. And Steve goes, okay, well, I think I'm going to stick around because there there's some more talks I want to hear. And But if you guys want to go nap, that's cool. And we're like, yeah, I think we're going to go nap. <laughs> so we went and we napped. Schweitzer and I immediately, like two lumberjacks. Corey stays up and checks email for six hours, and then later that night, Steve goes, "You guys missed Jenny's talk." <laughs> no, you said like, "When did I, Jenny? Jenny did a talk when? When I wanted to go see it." Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, "Yeah, I told you when it was." And you, you never like, told us. Yes, you I said did. I'm gonna go listen to no, a talk. That is you not never true. said. Before we went to lunch, I said, well, Jenny's talk is at 2, so let's go get lunch, and then we can come back and see her talk, because I know she wants to – I know that you guys would get a lot out of it, and she wants you to hear it. When, when we are say, were like, when we go – Let's go get lunch, and then I'm going to go take a nap, yeah. When, <laughs> when we said – but here's the thing. So but when we go – It's job to say, hey, don't yes, forget about we Jenny's go, talk. Oh, when okay. we decide we're going to go take a nap, did you go – Oh no! In your head? No, not really. I just thought you guys were tired, and I was accommodating that. Yeah, I don't care if you don't see it. There's no skin on my back. Because Corey Corey says to me, "We miss Jenny's talk," and I'm like, "What talk?" And he goes. When we went back, when you guys went back to nap, she gave a talk, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, is she mad at us?" And no. he goes, "Maybe." <laughs> I go, "What do you mean maybe?" And he goes, "Well, I asked Steve. Oh shit, is she mad?" And Steve went, "No, yeah, mine, mine kinda, but so she, she maybe. I mean, kinda. She's not mad, but she's. I mean, she's disappointed. She wouldn't. She's disappointed. <laughs> she was disappointed <laughs> in you. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely colored her." Outlook on well, for oh, oh, great. Now, now the truth comes out. I'm, t- I'm totally <laughs> now that kidding. he's not accommodating us, he can tell us the I'm truth. <laughs> no, no, no. 
she just knew that you guys would get a lot out of it, and I was like, "You, they're tired. Like, let them go." Is what I was thinking. And <laughs> oh I just thought God! You guys had the information. You guys looked at the schedule, didn't you? No, no. It was right a, there. Nobody gave us a schedule. There was oh, no that's true. There's no schedule. There any... was no map. There was no map. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, those were two things that I would say were a bummer. Well, those like are not Dustin, <laughs> Dustin Harbin drew these amazing pictures of all the buildings. Yeah. But no one, no one connected them with lines. <laughs> so nobody or knew where anything dis- was. Or distance numbers. <laughs> it's all walking distance. Or distance. It's all walking it's distance. It's all walking distance. No Just get a hotel room at the Renaissance. It's walking – or the West, it's walking distance. Look, I walk a lot, okay? I'm sorry. It is walking distance. Walking distance in – like, walking distance in Portland is a block or two, which, for those of you who don't know, is a quarter to half a mile. Walking distance in Columbus is, is like, four to Ten six miles. miles five to six miles. To quote Alex – to quote Alex – yeah, it's walking distance if you're a gazelle. <laughs> uh, like Steve. Uh-huh. Ah, I love it. The uh, ball busting continues. No, all right. Oh, enough, enough all right, let's talk about bust. CXC. Let's right. do, because I... Let's talk about how awesome it was, because it was fucking great. The, I love the format of not having tabling the same day at, I mean there were talks right. on the day where there was tabling but I really liked that there was a whole day of right. of talks and I'm not going to call them panels because they were very no. very specific talks um, right you, you know like we they they had us come the, the reason we were there was we went to give a talk about uh, the, the sort of the new middle class with these you know basically what we talk about on surviving creativity there's people that are out there that are making careers using these technologies blah 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 so we went and gave this talk and the room was uh, was just a mix of like you know old cartoonists and young college kids just starting because it was on the college campus and uh retailers and publishers and it was just everybody which was so cool because usually yeah. if you give a panel at, at a big show there's a huge distraction because you know there's the show so people have to decide which one do I want to go to. And then your panel is just going to be your most diehard fans. So you're preaching to the choir. Whereas after the talk we gave, people were coming up to us, shaking our hand, asking us questions. They wanted more information on this or more information on that. There were people that had never heard some of the information that we were giving before. That if we had done that at a, at a traditional convention, like even something that we really like, like Emerald City Comic Con, we never would have had those people sitting in that room with us. It just right. wouldn't have happened. I just think the mentality was different too because I think um, you had – it was really crazy looking up and seeing like people that are there as guests of the show that are showing up because they want to learn this stuff too. Sure. Like yeah. to look up and – you look up and you see a bunch of kids, but you also look up and see Batten Lash right. and John Glenn from the syndicate. You know, like it was really, really awesome. Yeah. It was a cool And poor Spurgeon – Poor Spurgeon had to sit up there while we got all passionate at one point. Yeah. And poor Steve, we never gave him a chance to talk. Word in Edwise. Well, I didn't want to. That wasn't the point. I mean, I wanted I just you want guys to make to, sure. Yeah, no, you're fine. I wanted you guys to just impart the stuff that we always talk about together, and you're the ones that are doing it. Like I'm doing a version of it, but it's, it's you're not doing as, it. No, I know, but I just mean like, you know, Corey's just got it all. He's got the numbers in his head, and okay. he just has the command of the information in a different way. Saying. So yeah, it I wasn't, see what you're saying. You're, yeah, you're it was just like the, you're let, talking about just, the pure information. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. So, and then you know, you get you get a latte and Corey, and it's over. He just goes. <laughs> it's true, Jeez. man. It got I, uh, it got real. It got heated at one point. I yep. get passionate about this shit, and I start talking uh, about city horses, and then it oh went Jesus, it went all to hell. Listen, it all went to hell. I uh, bitcoins. Wait, the thing that got, no, listen, this is what got me riled up was talking about and I've been having this conversation and it's I got riled up because I've been having this conversation a lot with American creators and it's about uh, it's about quantity of content. Like I, I love that 
American comics that we that our quality is high and we put out a lot of stuff. I don't like that we still persist in this in this universe of uh, well, you're, you know, it's the one artist all by themselves, and they go off into a closet for four years and then appear with their masterwork sure. or whatever. Like, sure. I, uh, that really bugs me. I mean, I, I, I love it, but at the same time, I get really mad Ow. because it's sort of like, why not get three or four other artists together and you guys pump out like twice as much content? And, yeah. and why is it a bad thing in America when you like maybe you don't draw your backgrounds? Or, right. You know who would be a good person oh. to talk to? You know who would be a good person to talk to about that is Kazu, because he's actually doing that with Amulet. Like, he good. has Great. a studio, and he's doing, he's pretty much at this point, I think he's only like inking the pages, and that's it. Like, Genius. he still draws everything. Yeah. But then there are backgrounds that Jason, his colorist, uh, I don't even want to call him a colorist. He's like a production artist, I guess you'd really call him. But it's he set it up more like a like a movie studio, right? Like, you know, God bless him. The, That's what you should do. Yeah, like he's looking at himself in that sort of film. Oh, your next maker, Corey. I know. Kind of Scott's oh, got a you guys cold, some, and oh, now no. my caller's got a cold. Now I'm sneezing, so I, clearly I'm. Next oh boy. Movie. Remember on the plane Columbus when I said, night. "Why don't you break up the quesadilla?" Because I think I have. A, I think I'm sick, and you went. You're just tired. It was a mistake. Sorry. I never should have licked that quesadilla. <laughs> oh, why did you lick it? It was don't delicious. Don't lick it. I like it. It was good. Well, just don't <laughs> lick it. <laughs> just eat it. Uh, yeah, you know what? We should have, uh, especially if Kazu is doing it full blast already, we should have him on to talk about it. And I'll yeah, tell you what, totally. we're having, for those of you interested, there are two or three people that we met at CXC that are going to be coming on and be guests. And Jenny is one of them because her talk was all about preserving your future as a cartoonist. I mean, getting yourself set Jenny, up. You need Jenny, a will. Rob. You Holy need shit. A, you need a, you know, retirement account. All this kind of stuff that right. you're not thinking about. I promise you, you're not thinking about it. <laughs> I learned some shit at this con. What'd yeah. you learn? Tell us what you learned. Uh, well, first of all... Besides the cereal. Don't... Not the cereal story. Oh, yeah. Columbus-style cereal is shit. <laughs> But I love how you just like you just didn't want to tell the story, so you just boiled it down to that. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. So, in what Columbus, did you learn? In I Earth? learned you married up, bro. Oh. Yeah. Oh my lord! I came home and I said, Angie, I'm really sorry, but. Steve's wife is just a little bit cooler. Than no, you. you did not say that. And she goes, she goes, go ahead. And I went. She runs a museum that's preserving cartoon art. I'm sorry. She goes, I can't compete with that. <laughs> and I said, no one I can. said, I said, you know, at the end of the end of like Planet of the Apes, where he's like, a world where apes evolved instead of man, impossible. And he goes, she goes, yeah. And I go, a world where the wife comes home and tells you about her day, and you care. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Like. Like, have, uh, when JD comes home, Steve's like, tell me what your day was like. Oh, God, yeah. Well, and he means it. Oh, yeah. Sometimes, yeah, she's she's got the juice. She's got the info about you all the cartoons. Uh, you should explain what she does because that's a good it's a good lead-in to us going into She's doing the fact. Lord's work. She is doing the Lord's work. So, yeah, she's the, she's the curator of the Billy Ireland Cartoon Library and Museum, which is collecting... Uh, not just artwork, but um, uh, papers and all kinds of research material for people to learn more about uh, everything about cartooning, not just the artists, but um, pretty much everything. So, you know, some of the bigger collections that they have would be obviously the Bill Watterson, Calvin and Hobbes collection is sort of their crown jewel. Um, they have, uh, you know, big, uh, big collections from other people. Obviously, Jeff Smith is a Columbus guy, so he's one of the uh, bigger collections there. All the bone art is is there. Uh, Milton Kniff was a, a guy, not pronounced knife. It's pronounced not, knife. Uh, <laughs> Corey, seriously, it was just a weekend of you guys busting my balls. Uh, anyway, it's that pronounced was, cartoon art. Pronounced Lots of cartoon right. art, and yeah, she is. She's the one, man. She's she's my lady, but she's also car, she's also cartoons lady. 
Anyway, uh, yeah, there you go. There's well, we your, talk, there's your info. Talk about the stacks though, because that. Yeah, no, the, but you need to understand. Like, I came out and um, the Billy Ireland the, Cartoon Art Museum was amazing. After our tour, I came out into the reading room again, where Jenny and the staff had produced a ton of original art for us to look at. And uh, the girl that was the, – the lady that was running the room that day, what was her name? Uh, probably Susan. 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 Susan Liberator? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I said, so what usually happens in this room? She goes, just this. You know, we just usually have art laid out for people that want to see it. If you want to see and certain runs, you could come. And I'm like, oh, if you're like a school? And she goes, nope. yeah, if you're a school and I go or like a publisher or something. She goes, or anyone. And I went – I just turned around and looked the room again, like. Whoa. So let's let's describe uh, anyone what you're. Basically, <laughs> you walk into a room and there's four mm-hmm. or five big tables that could seat like six people, and on each of the table are that there for you to peruse uh, are original uh, Eisner, Schultz, Kelly, well, Gould, and just out on the table, just there. Just, just there. Well, the <laughs> just idea, walk like, and sit down and look at, like it's no big deal. Oh, the here's idea a of the reading room, you know, Gould page of Dick Tracy. Pogo. Right? Enjoy. <laughs> so the idea is that you can you can actually go into that reading room, and it's not like they have that stuff sitting there all the time. But no, the you, ask. you go in and if you know what what they have or think you know some of the stuff they that they have in their collection you basically just go in there and say i'd like to see this you could you could go in there and say i want to see the calvin and hobbs from july of 1992 and you know they'll bring out a stack of all the comics you know from that month or whatever they can they have the stuff uh, you know organized down to that point so if you have a specific desire you can do that if you just ha- say hey i want to see you know three or four you know really cool kniffs i want to see a couple bone pages i'd like to see some calvin hobbs they'll just bring it out you know they you get, slap they on get the white like, gloves and you can just sit there and do they like, get mad at you like are they annoyed no, or do they just bring that's it that's the point of the reading room is do you, you understand listeners what is happening and yeah. it's in columbus it's we have it so we are better than portland Corey. Jeez. the only part of the city i like sorry Sorry, <laughs> it is better. Yep, we got to take a. We got the cereal. We got the cereal, and we got that. So no, we, we the got cereal's to take a, terrible. Cereal is terrible. <laughs> we got to take a tour inside the stacks where they collect, where they store everything. And right. Jenny was on the tour, and she said, "Well, like, we're like, how many pieces are in here?" Did she say like three point five million? There's a millions of pieces, millions yeah, of not pieces. just art. And nope. it's like it's like environmentally see, controlled, um, so it's like sixty five degrees and forty five percent humidity. And there's just all these stacks of those cool stacks where you push a button and the and the wall moves. It's like a it's like a bookcase that crams together with other bookcases, yeah. and they so, they open and yeah. Close. So they actually do have like a book collection, like a library, right? But then. On top of that, there are what hundreds of those flat files filled with you know Bristol board and ink, right? It's yeah. all original art in there. It's crazy. It was nuts, totally insane. I got to I got within spitting distance of an original Tezuka, which is I've oh, never man, I didn't yeah. even know those were out in the wild. I didn't know they existed. I kind At of at one assumed... point Jenny goes, "We lost Corey." Yeah. <laughs> He's drooling on the Tezuka. Oh man, it was a. Uh, uh, I tweeted about it. You can go look at it on my Twitter account. But it was, uh, it was an unpublished, uh, fully colored um, piece, and it, it was just beautiful. from like World War Two or yeah, something. Yeah, it was like it was like post World War Two. Uh, I mean, really gorgeous. I don't know if that's when he drew it, but that was the content of the piece for sure. Um, but man, they and they had they they did a deal with the uh, Kyoto Manga Museum, so they have like just racks and racks and racks of old manga, which is really important to preserve because all that stuff gets recycled. Like right. it's in that society, comics are truly a disposable medium. They all get thrown away, like all of it. Uh, you right. put it out on your doorstep, and then the next day they deliver toilet paper. That's not even. I'm not even being facetious. That's what. That's how. That's what they right. do with their. They make toilet paper out of their comics, is what I'm saying. We put them in poly bags, and in those those things that you can never open with a rating on them up to ten. And in other <laughs> countries, they're recycling them into stuff to wipe your butt with. Right. Boo. Yep. Boo. Yes. Eh. 
the the art is still there you can buy it in volumes i just i i prefer it <laughs> i actually think it's a really good system well yeah it has its, its advantages but uh, all right whatever you can wipe hippie. your butt you fucking yeah. hippie <laughs> Nobody's so, talking, nobody's so sustainable. About it. So sustainable. So at all. It's better. Everything's better than America. I don't. I don't think that's. I live here. I live here, and I and I enjoy my country, but every other country's no. better. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. That's You're hundred percent wrong about that. <laughs> yeah, no, they do country. it better in America. They do it better. They do it better in not America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, comics, yeah, they do. Yeah. Absolutely, comics. Pick, pick a horses. Pick, horses. Pick horses. A, pick a country, and they almost certainly do comics better there. Yeah, of course. Not America. No, <laughs> we only invented it. Invented comics? Shut up, Corey. Just go with it. <laughs> oh, my God. I just wanted to see what he'd say. Yeah. No, it's not going to be good. Don't no, do no. that ever again. It's untrue. Don't poke no. to Corey. Patently untrue. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, something I saw something interesting happen to Scott. And it wasn't just Scott. I saw it happen to a couple of creators at this show that happens a little bit at every con, but I don't think as much as I saw at CXE. And that was... The last day, all the cartoonists seemed to be coming away just pumped to go energized. Make, yeah, yeah. To go make comics. Yeah, I, the last time I felt that particular energy was when, like, one of the first years I went to SBX back when it was still in that tiny little Holiday Inn. Yeah, um, Scott, I think you were there that one I of those was. Years. Um, maybe two thousand two or three. You and I uh, have been to a bunch of shows together where we didn't really know each other. Yeah, I didn't. I think I had kind of been a booth barnacle of yours for a show or two, but I don't think we knew each. We weren't really friendly or friend friendish. Thank God we are now. Now agreed. Uh, anyway, yeah, it felt great because I think it, it just seemed like the focus, since the focus was about the sort of the the creative energy about comics like the create the creation of comics and you know for lack of a better term like the celebration of it of the art form yeah like everybody was just so yeah just really jazzed um and also like it was kind of small enough of a scale that people didn't feel overwhelmed the way you do when you go to like comic-con um any Comic-Con, like New York Comic-Con's going on this week, and I'm seeing stuff on Twitter already that's making me making my head spin because it's like there's lights everywhere and there's too much stuff to do and too many celebrities, and you know what I mean? Like this was such a small, laser-focused kind of a show that it just it, – it, it sort of – fostered that um community you know that community feel where you could just sit around in a bar at night and just talk about how you make your comics and stuff and yeah it really was like um a, a trade everyone is just kind of like that was the cool is on friday night kate beaton and craig thompson and then saturday night we were having beers with craig and jeff lemire and schweitzer and jackie and bat and lash and we're just decompressing right everything they had talked about the night before and, right. and learning all kinds of stuff like Craig used to live down the street from Corey and we never <laughs> knew it. And Craig Thompson is a big fan of Dr. Steve Brule. And then <laughs> yeah. Craig Thompson wanted to look at my sketchbook and I almost fell over dead. <laughs> <laughs> he, the funniest thing was um, he saw me rip a page out of my sketchbook and he goes, Did you just rip a page out of your sketchbook? And I go, yeah, I do that all the time. And he goes, but those need to stay in there. And I go, but it was just a mistake. And he goes, that's that's, that's a sketchbook. The sketchbook is for the mistakes. Like, <laughs> it, it, it felt like, like you got told. If you, yeah, like that's a horcrux yeah. for your mistakes. If you don't leave them in there, they'll end up on your page. <laughs> a horcrux. You got to put a knife in that someday and kill it. Kill the bad drawing. Kill the bad drawings. But so it was it just doesn't kill you. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, exactly. Like, but it wasn't like he, you know, it wasn't like a, a big deal. Like he didn't, he wasn't like sort of chastising you for real. No, it was you know, all, it was, it was all just very casual and like, I don't know. I, I had, su- that was such a great, that specific night where we were just sitting around talking and we weren't even really like, it's not like we're sitting around really talking big, you know, comics, spirituality or anything. We're just like hanging out and, 
it just felt really good because we all do the same stuff, but not really, you know, we're yeah. all in these different segments, different corners of this big industry and all that kind of thing. And yeah. I just, I felt great about it. I think it was all about that comfort level. People not being, you know, feeling like, Oh, especially Comic-Con, you know, you're, you're there, you spent how much money to get there. Like there's so much anxiety around spending your time wisely. Right. You're yeah. Like, gotta, yeah. Gotta go to the road dinner. Cause <laughs> You see how much I spent to get here? Like, you, <laughs> yeah, know, you know, like at least Columbus is like it's not a big deal. I like, wonder, you're in Columbus. And I kind have of some hope... cereal. <laughs> have some cereal. <laughs> Don't I, order the cereal. Open I, your mouth. I wonder here and I kind of hope that that this isn't the future of conventions. <laughs> there's so many conventions now that they're really there's just it, you know, if you're if you're not a creator and you're just a fan and you want to go to a con, there's one in almost every major city at this point. I mean, they're right. just everywhere right. now, which is great. Yeah. And I wonder if that isn't the future of just these more like curated, laser focused, like this is a convention for fill in the blank, very specifically. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw the video of them giving the award to uh, Katie. Yeah. And that was great too. Like yeah. it really was a celebration of people who are making comics. And you're right. The last time I felt that was when I went to SPX. Yeah. Not not current SPX listeners. Nothing against it, but I'm just saying it's oh, kind of a no. I haven't it's sort been of in a, a long different. Time. It's a little bit of a different show. It still has a good energy, I guess, but it's just it, it's not the same. There, there's there's something kind of I don't know. There's something about it that just felt like visceral and like everybody's all You're making the same me sad. So SPX. Should yeah. SPX... When's the last time you went? Because I was yeah. Can we just not go to SPX? Should I said we to not Scott, go to... Like we need to go back to SPX, not to exhibit. I don't know. Just it's just in a, it's in a different it's in a different venue now. I'm just being cynical about it. I just because I was there, you know, a long time ago, and I mean the last time I went was 2008, 2007, maybe. So it's been a while. But again, it was you know that that new venue so the new are they not um, at the hotel anymore not the small it used to be in this really small yeah it used to be in this little like holiday inn that was like really like obviously dated you know kind of like needed to be updated i actually think they moved it because they either renovated that building or they tore it down Mm. Uh, but it was like in downtown like kind of the old bethesda and this is this one's kind of like next to a strip mall like a Ramada Inn sort of thing. Yeah, but if you never, I, you never really it was fine. the hotel. Uh, yeah. Well, you did. I mean, back in the day, they, you know, they had little. I never did. Yeah, I never did. Yeah, I was just in the hotel the whole time. Little neighborhood restaurants and stuff. I don't Steve know. walks. Steve walks everywhere. There's Steve likes to walk. Man's a gazelle. I hate you guys. They <laughs> 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 made fun of for walking. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we do make fun of you for walking. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, I, I would love. We should. I'm not. I'm not talking. Uh, trying not to talk too much shit about SPX. I I would love to go back sometime, but um, I think I'm just trying to qualify like the feeling of describe the feeling of this show, which was good. It was great. I can't wait to see what becomes of it. Yeah, I hope uh, I hope it doesn't get too big too fast. Huh. I don't think it will. Um, but what do you guys think? I want to hear from you guys as far as speaking of the walking distance thing. Like one of the um, well, I'll just ask you. Like, did you think it was a good idea or a bad idea that it, it, that things happened all around the city? Bad idea. Yeah, okay. I, I think it was too spread out. Yeah, because that's kind of been. A, a unanimous, um, you know, negative comment about the show is keep it all on the college campus. There's all those facilities yeah. right there. I mean, it's right. everything on the campus on OSU is is OSU, OHU, OSU, yes. OSU. Yeah, everything was kind of right on campus, and it was like when we were at the Billy Ireland having talks and stuff. There were other facilities right around there, and it's like just put stuff in here. In these facilities, right. even the even in the campus library, I think would be okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that would be my only real criticism. Would be I want everything centrally located. I don't want to have to keep taking cabs or Ubers places, and it, you know, and we joke about 
you know, Steve walking or whatever, but ge- genuinely and truthfully, like it was several miles between some of the locations. So it's like, yeah, you yeah, no, walk you if you want yeah. to spend an hour and a half walking, but right. Like next year, the idea is that it's going to be the exhibitor day is going to be at the library, which is being renovated right now. <clears throat> and that's closer to where the CCAD, the, that campus is. So they, they, and then right next door to that, literally not, I'm not joking. It's it's not walking distance. It is walking distance. Um, the museum, the art museum, is right there too. So and they're going to be involved next year. So there's going to be more. Like the only thing that threw things off this year, one of the things was that cultural art, art center was kind of like out of everybody's way compared to, you know, everything that's so close to CCAD. Right. Um, and the Billy is so is also isolated. Right. Like there's no way to. Now, they're going to try to like do shuttles and do some other things to make it more accessible. But you're right. It, yeah, it was bad. Like to, to not just be able to jump on a bus real quick and go down high street and, you know, see stuff at the Billy on the day of the exhibiting, you know, exhibiting show or whatever. Yeah. was was bad. Cause I think that's what they want is they want the idea to be, Oh, there's all this stuff happening all throughout the city. So I don't know. It's kind of, I think it's shooting them in the foot at this at this juncture, so they might want to rethink that. But yeah, overall, awesome. I like yeah, no, it was great. It was a good show. Yeah. Um, and what about Schweitzer, man? That guy, dude, he's a great. monster. He's a cartooning monster. He, he is. is. He is. He's like a cartooning. Yeah. He and he had. A, I think he had a really good show. I all oh, there were people like mobbing his table all day long. It was great. So good for him. Dustin Harmon yeah. was good to see him again. I hadn't seen him since 2000. I didn't get a chance to see him. That's too bad. Cause I think he, uh, I think you would have had fun talking to him. He's a good I know. Guy. I know his artwork is amazing. I know. And he's just like this guy that's been, he was like the right hand man. Of the yeah. Dude. At heroes con Heroes for so con long. And now he's just, I mean, he was then too. He's a, he was a cartoonist then obviously, but like his stuff is really blown up. I mean, he's doing, you know, he's kind of like found his, his thing and he's doing it. So it's good to see. Yeah. No, there was a lot of really good stuff there. Really, really cool. Well done. And the Billy Island museum is just amazing. Yeah. Just amazing. I can't wait to go back. I think, uh, that would be my my big recommendation is that everybody go to CXC and do uh, on one of the days when they do the tour, do the tour of the Billy Island. You can walk through, see some some amazing cartooning up close. It's just fantastic. Yeah, there's nothing nothing like it. Go to. Cons. I don't know how you don't work up there all the time, Steve. Well, I would just sit in the reading room with my drawing tablet. And just say, can no. you bring me some Jim Davis Garfields, please, just so I can work <laughs> just around Just lay him out on the table. <laughs> work around. Just work around him. It's just yeah. Scott sitting on the floor like a little kid, and just around him in a circle are all these yes. Garfields. And then I would just be drawing, and, and everything I drew would be amazing. It's just, He's just alternating, like, Davis and Schultz. It's just Peanuts and Garfield over and over and over again I think, in a big circle. How about this? Next time that we next time we have kind of like a, a summit for writing Table Titans, let's have everybody come here we'll we'll get some art that like inspires each of us we'll lay it out and then we'll sit at a table nearby with it just around us and then uh, we'll just come up we'll have brian her come uh, we'll sit around and talk talk about comics uh, art comics but but with direct influence from stuff we love what do you think yeah i'm, I'm in let's do it because I, I, you're right. I should be there all the time. I can't because except then I gotta go to Columbus. <laughs> we got <laughs> cereal and stuff for you. I mean, we tried. We tried really hard. I ordered cereal for breakfast one morning. Yeah. <laughs> and they brought the cereal, and they brought the milk, and that was it. No bowl and no spoon. And Corey goes, maybe it's one of those special boxes that becomes the bowl. And I'm sitting here trying to figure out, oh, I guess I'm stupid. I can't. Then and then you pull it, and then and I'm like, no fuck, the fuck, they didn't fucking bring me a bowl. 
<laughs> he just lost it. <laughs> so it's like a call downstairs, and I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, I just ordered breakfast. Yes, sir. Um, I got the cereal and the milk. Yes, sir. I didn't get a bowl. Enjoy, sir. I don't have a bowl or a spoon. Yes. I need to eat the cereal. Please do. Enjoy. <laughs> like, but I don't have a bowl or a spoon. Columbus style. Right, sir. Yes, sir. Columbus style. <laughs> so I get, I just laid on my back and put a mouthful of cereal in my mouth and I had Cory pour milk in. And then you yeah. just chew it up and swallow it. Yeah. Right. That's Columbus style. Columbus I style. Know. I don't know what you're complaining about. <laughs> <laughs> Go to comic shows. I think that's what we're saying. Yes. You'll walk away with lots of fun stories. If you're a creator, you'll be around a lot of oh, creators inspired. And yes. if you're a fan, you'll be around a lot of a lot of amazing art and that'll inspire you to do other things. It's I don't know. Are we telling people to do stuff that only is only we're capable? Step one, be married to Jenny Robb. Right, right. Step two, invite all your friends out. Step three, have this amazing experience that we just had. <laughs> I don't think so. I think we're saying that comic shows are getting my takeaway was that comic shows are getting laser focused, super curated, which is cool. I like that. Yeah. Because then well, all right. you know, you have because then you have two kinds of shows. You have the New York Comic Con and you've got the San Diego, which are the big bombastic. There's a little bit of everything here, which is cool. I think that's fine. But then yeah. you also have now you're getting the opposite end of the spectrum, which is like this is a this is a comic show like it's and or this is a indie comic show this is a you know a, a, a superhero comic show this is a you know a maker show where it's just people right. like like Etsy people building stuff this is a you kind of get that thing from it right well yeah like Dylan says it's the literary fe- literary I festival didn't even notice model Dylan McConus had come into the office Dylan we missed why you why don't you turn on you your microphone and a... talk to us you just gonna sneak yeah. in here and not come on the episode no you're come not on. gonna come on the episode <clears throat> I know how you are meow 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 that's Dylan all Dylan been... has to add is meow it would have been fun to have her actually hopefully next year that would be meow good. Well, we just yeah. got to convince uh, – if you're unfamiliar with the show, we just we just turn on the mics in our virtual office and start recording our conversations as we work. So sometimes people come in and they don't turn their mics on because they don't want to be on the episode. And that's Dylan. Meow. 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 That's what yeah. Dylan would say. Meow. Yep. Yeah. No, it – it's – you know, when, when <laughs> yes, Ben Dewey – Ben Dewey would talk about this when he's like, you know, it was talking about comic conventions losing a little dignity – you know, we were having really? those conversations. When was in our that? Studios. We were having a conversation. It was just we were having a conversation in the studio. Yeah, but he's like, yeah, there's it, a little loss of dignity that? to it. I think it was after Rose City or something. Dylan, I saw your mic come on. Are you going to talk to us? <laughs> but it was weird. Just Dylan said, like, you can't, you can't have a literary festival and a carnival at the same show. Was that Dylan's quote? I think it was. Yes, it was Dylan's quote. I don't forget these things. That's good. I, I'm with her. I agree. Twas me, she says. See, yeah, I like the new. I like the new curated show. You know, uh, Pax kind of did it for for video games uh, several years ago because you know you had like the E three and the, the big just massive gaming shows, and it was like to tone it down like that was cool. And now there's a couple of indie yeah. cons as well. There's just indie games. I think that's really, really? cool too. Yeah, that's cool. It's super yeah. cool, man. Like. That I'm okay with that. I like the idea. Nobody's of... talking about it. I didn't nope. say that. I did not say that. You're insinuating You're making it. the assumption that I would say it. But listen, nobody's talking about these indie shows, and they're awesome. All right, let's wrap up. Go to show. All right, good. I don't feel good, guys. You need to go. Uh, go sleep. get better. And hey, Battlefront better. came out. Uh, the Battlefront beta is going on, Scotty. Get you get it on your PC and we'll play. I don't know how to do that. What do I do? You get it. Does Just it involve? It. Does it involve drawing? Because uh, if not, he doesn't know exactly what to do with that. Scott, I'll talk to you later. I'll call you after the show. <laughs> call me tomorrow. I don't feel good today. Go to bed. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. Why did you even come in the office today? We had a... Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> oh, that was good. We're ending, that, we're ending it right there. son of a bitch. <laughs>
Thank you so much for joining us this week on Surviving Creativity. On behalf of myself, Corey Cassoni, and my co-host, Scott Kurtz, thank you so much, Steve Hamaker, for joining us. We'll get Brad Geiger back next week for sure. If you like what you heard, please consider supporting us. Go to patreon.com slash surviving creativity and consider becoming a patron. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week on Surviving Creativity.